welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. In honor of this being the 50th episode, I thought it would be fun to devote this time to helping you get more clear on what makes you feel passionate about life. Whether that means getting clear on your purpose in your career, finding a partner that is leveled up to where you are in life, seeking a fulfilling hobby or volunteer project, whatever it may be. Although this sounds like a big subject to take on, here's the thing. The only reason we don't ever move on what gets us excited about life in any of these arenas is that we get caught up in a crap ton of thought systems that stall us and stop us from moving forward. It's quite logical when you think about the layer upon layer of conditioned thinking we have from society. I couldn't do that because I need a formal education in that arena. I couldn't meet someone like that because I've dated everyone in town and I keep meeting dud after dud. I couldn't pull off surfing. I've never been an active person in my life. I can't travel the world. How could I ever afford it? I'd love to volunteer at the soup kitchen, but I don't have the free time I would need to commit. Then we have layer upon layer of thought systems that we've made up about ourselves. What if I'm not good enough? What if I fail? What if I don't make enough money to pull it off? What if I'm not smart enough? What if I'm not strong enough? What will people think of me? So on and so on. Is any of this feeling familiar? By show of hands, how many of you stopped yourself from following the little nudgings from inside of you that let you know, ooh, that would be fun to do, to have, to experience? Woohoo, I see a lot of hands. You are not alone in this, folks. This is what happens to so many of us, and it happens often, especially when it comes to things that we have an inclination could really bring us joy and fulfillment. No matter how difficult or easy it is to accomplish, even when it comes down to envisioning a more loving relationship. Our brains have it down when it comes to ideas that come to us out of nowhere, Because those ideas come from the unknown and are asking us to step into the unknown, out of fear because the brain is only comfortable with all it knows, it begins throwing every excuse and reason and evidence as to why we shouldn't move forward. It's a mechanism that looks like it's keeping us safe. But the reality is that's what the ego does. And keep in mind, ego being everything you think you know about yourself and about how life works. That simple. That's it. Not good or bad. Just essentially, everything that lives in your intellect. Your ego mind is what makes you believe that you need it to survive, which couldn't be further from the truth. Your ego is what makes it seem as though you can experience life more fully because you quote-unquote know what's good and you quote-unquote know what's bad. Therefore, you know the boundaries to play within. And it seems as if that creates freedom. 
when the opposite is true. The boundaries in and of themselves stop you from fully stepping into the present without assessing. And when we're assessing, we're missing it. We're missing the wealth of information that is constantly giving us feedback that gives us little promptings from deep within. The ego mind is what makes you think you need to know steps and parameters and how-tos to feel in control. Yet all the while, you feel out of control because, again, you aren't present. You're distracted by all those thought systems that I mentioned earlier. Now listen, the ego mind, your intellect, is a beautiful thing to play with. There is a wealth of information that you've picked up through life that can be so helpful when you see it as a tool. But as Sid Banks says, thought is a divine tool. Nothing more, nothing less. Only a tool. A wise person, like a good tradesman, uses this tool to the best of their ability. And when you start to see the power of thought and its relationship to your way of observing life, you will better understand yourself and the world in which you live. Thought is a divine tool that is the link between you and your divine inheritance. So here comes the prompt that I would love for you to give yourself permission and allow to explore. If I could picture a life for myself, a life that makes me beam, pure unadulterated dreaming, what would I love to do? Who would I love to have in my life? Let all your ideas fly. Do you want to help people? Or do you have a more specific idea in mind? Do you want a partner who you'd love to be open to grow alongside you? Or do you have more specifics in mind? No matter where you are on the details, let your imagination be open and curious and feel into that. Allow it to make you smile. Remember, your ego mind is going to throw a bunch of evidence, quote unquote, at you as to why that can't be possible. But none of it is real. It may have been real once upon a time for you or for many people. But to the level of which you understand all of what I've shared today, If you can see how thought is merely a tool and you can use it, as Sid says, like the rudder of a ship to steer you to safety of open waters or to the doom of rocky shores. You have the potential to begin freeing yourself from the confines of the conceptual space of your ego mind and begin living in the feeling of what's possible for you. And that, my friends, I can say with all certainty of experience, is the beginning to a whole new and wickedly exciting life. 
So cheers to you and our 50th episode together. Sending you love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.